here to encourage, offer small business insight, and connect you to your maker community. Whether you're working in your studio space or out sharing your story at a farmer's market, welcome. We are John and Sarah Collins, and this is the Modern Forestry Podcast. We are John and Sarah Collins back today for a final time with Jessica and Miranda from Travelers Rest Farmers Market. It has been so much fun talking to you guys about community. Today, we're going to get into kind of some of those nitty gritty details for markers, uh, markers, makers and farmers that want to get involved in their local market, but maybe mm-hmm. don't know where to start. And then also makers and farmers that are in their local market. How do they really be a contributor to that community? And just some really black and white advice that people can apply today for market on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I have often used the, the metaphor of like, I'm the mom and I have like 120 kids that were like <laughs> trying to make this thing work. And we literally are building something from the ground up every single week. We start with an empty skeleton and we make it this thriving marketplace, household rather. We spend yeah. a lot of time together. We have a lot of experiences together. <laughs> we have to practice conflict management, but also celebrations yes. and doing all the, the little details mm-hmm. together and doing it together well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess some of the starting points of that is because we have such a large audience that I'm communicating to, I do have to send out like a lot of paperwork and things of like, these are the directions. And I wish I could have this individual conversation with all of you yeah. and kiss your baby and have coffee and have you over <laughs> to my house for dinner would be my personal dream. But we have 120 people. So, um, reading those directions and being aware of that mm-hmm. when I come to you, and mm-hmm. I'm not having to like give you that and say, please read this. And be like, cool. No, I've already read what's required for becoming a vendor. I've already watched the vendor video. And these are the questions I have. I've already reviewed it. It's mm-hmm. super helpful mm-hmm. for me just because time. Read your email. Read your emails. <laughs> yeah. And whether yes. people, you know, are making pottery in Oregon or a farm in Alabama, there are farmer's markets everywhere. And they're all going to vary slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all have pretty much the basic things. And yeah, we... Um, we organized an event called Forestry Friday, which is much smaller, 30 vendors-ish. But yeah, I'm like, I just I just need you to read the directions. And that may seem like a small thing. But if if you're listening to this point, I want to get involved in my market. Mm-hmm. Start by helping the event organizer with, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going in the same direction. I'm going to show up at the right time. Yeah. I'm going to not tear down early. Yeah. Right. And I think I love to see vendors too that have the entire market in mind. It's so easy, right? To have your blinders on like, this is my business. This is why I do 24 seven. This thing has to float for me to pay my mortgage. So I get that. I always start that, but realizing like it is the conglomerate of all the people Mm -hmm. there that makes you successful. Mm -hmm. You're successful, but also your neighbor brings people to that you need to attribute your success to. So whether that's like setting up your tent and be like, how does this affect the whole flow instead of like, sweet, I have a corner spot. They can like come to this side and this side, but you've created this huge gap beside the man beside you and you're ruining their traffic flow. You know, like it is the collective that is really imperative. Mm -hmm. And so you see different vendors doing that. You see different vendors helping each other set up their tents. I love to see that Mm -hmm. as we were talking about before. Jim Pfeiffer at Nude Clean is the He's like the mayor. (laughs) He's the mayor. He's always helping someone set up tents or put weights. Um, Being prepared to, we do our best to like, I'm a just in case person to the core, have my prep bag, all of those things. 
But I love to see vendors that are like, cool, I have an extra weight or I have extra bungees or I brought duct tape. Um, that's when I feel like a mom, especially like, Hey, do you have zip ties? I was like, yeah, brother, you're going to have to go to Walmart and get your own zip ties at some point in time. <laughs> um, and you know, that zip tie Nazi. Is it tie Nazi? <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Can you tell that's my pet peeve? Anyway. But that comes back to not following. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love to help out, especially because it's your first time. You're like, I didn't think about that. I needed to attach my banner to my tent, you know, and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And helping people be ready for that and anticipate Mm -hmm. that. And they get in the rhythm. And then you Mm -hmm. see them, like I said, it's like launching kids out into the wild. But I think she's also asking a really important question, Mm -hmm. a really hot topic question, (laughs) which is how do I get into the TR farmer's market? Or like what kind of vendors are you looking for? Yeah. Yeah. And just, yes, specifically, but broader. You guys, for this moment, kind of gets you the... Mm -hmm spokespeople for markets all across mm. the country mm. um, because your experience may just feel like it pertains to TR, but mm-hmm. it really, yeah, the markets are different, but they're the same in so many ways. Certainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And now you mentioned you're looking, most markets are looking for people within a certain radius, mm-hmm. not always, but usually. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you're looking for in vendors that really helps them stand out if they're looking to apply to a market that they can do? to help make themselves marketable. Mm-hmm. I We have had the most applications this year that we've ever had. It was wow. like 140 applications. Um, and so you're like, wow, this is a lot. But what I really like to see is that someone's really serious about mm-hmm. their business. It's not necessarily just a hobby. Or if it is, they've still taken the time to create really intentional branding. People mm-hmm. like yep. eat with their eyes, buy with their eyes before they ever come and encounter you. So if you haven't taken the time to make your packaging nice, um, Mm -hmm. have a name, have a logo, then that shows me that you're not really willing to take the initiative for all the other things you're going to have to take initiative for. That's Mm -hmm. just the beginning. That makes makes a lot of sense. You know? And so um, that is really important to me because that also says that you see longevity in this as well. You have, you have long-term vision of mm-hmm. where this is going. This, you want this to sustain and to last. And that's what we need yeah. <laughs> to, to fill these spaces. And so, um, and people that are really intentional just with like this, the booth space, like it begins with the aesthetic of your logo and packaging, but maybe you're being creative with how you use this space. You make it a walk-in space where people can come into it. You make like a little storefront or you're utilizing vertical space instead of just having things flat Mm. on the table. People have to come and have hand-to-hand combat with you and they can't really see (laughs) and they feel insecure and unsure about approaching you because like we're saying like hospitality is what you're doing Mm. and you have to be the person to make the first move and to be inviting an initiative. I think I do see some that are sometimes like they are sitting back and waiting for someone to come to them. And I think as entrepreneurs, you can't be waiters. You have to be doers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to initiate. I'd also say relationships are a really big part mm-hmm. of becoming part of a market community. There are these mystical Facebook groups that we can't join because they're for vendors. <laughs> but there's a really tight vendor community. And I would say yeah. all across the country, not mm-hmm. just like NTR. But so take five local small business owners to coffee get to know their stories, and Mm -hmm. then you're probably going to find yourself being invited or at least 
heard of when you apply to these events or these farmers markets. Yeah. It's just jumping in that way. So if you're feeling like, oh, this is like a closed door to me, I would say try to get to know some people and then get them to help you apply, get them to introduce you to the market manager. We have people do that for us all the time. Right. But like, how can you show that you're interested in relationships from the beginning by jumping into that community that way? So. Yes. And I don't know if this is going to connect verbally, but it does in the head. We, (laughs) one of the, I'm laughing, one of probably the worst business decisions we made was we decided to do a mall kiosk. Hmm. It was summer. Mm. It was slow. We thought this is going to fill our slow months. You know, we talked about it. Awesome. We are there way more than we should have been there. And it was terrible because we went all out too. We invested like fifteen hundred dollars in furniture. We had. I mean, it was it was nice. It was we were really excited. We we thought, awesome, we're gonna bring local to and it's and it's just different. So people can't view the market as Mm. I'm just setting up as one of many stores, Mm. which you talked about. It's that's a good point. It is coming together, it's about relationship, it's about connections and for somebody who, I mean, we didn't start by applying for a TR. We started at our local market two miles down the road. Mm-hmm. And that was where we were figuring out branding. And, mm. and 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 it was just a hobby. We were like date night money. This is awesome. Like, this is great. And then yeah. as we grew. And so for people that are applying, don't be discouraged if you don't get mm-hmm. into that big market. Yeah, right absolutely. Away. Right. Start where you are. Um, because... Social media is great. I have such a love-hate relationship. I totally get that. <laughs> Daily, it's up and down. I'm oh, like, yeah. post all the things. I don't want to post anything ever again. But we're able to have such a huge footprint because people in Washington State can see our candles on Instagram. Like, it's such a blessing for small mm-hmm. business in this day and age. But nothing fills the place of boots on the ground, of mm-hmm. being physically oh, yeah. in the market, sharing your story, talking to people, to be able to show people a candle and see their real reaction versus going to a website and just scrolling through and going, okay, this is, you know, whatever. It's your, whether you know it mentally or not, you're, you, you, there's, there's no connection there. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to talk to Providence Farms about their meat is mm-hmm. awesome for me. Yeah. I now know their family and story, but I also know that when I cook dinner for my family, I'm supporting their family. And that's just yeah, so, so cool to see. So we talked about on a previous episode, I love how also unlike a mall, you don't have kind of the, the aisles or the one way, this is the way you go. It's, it's in mm-hmm. a horseshoe so that you can look out and see all of the makers and farmers, see the community there, recognize people and go talk to them or people that are already involved in a farmer's market. Mm-hmm. How can they better be a part of that community or improve their market presence? And this is just really tangible. Hey, when you do this, it turns people off. Or mm-hmm. when you do this, you are welcoming them to the market. Do you guys have any insight to that? That people really can apply mm-hmm. this Saturday. This is a, how to be better at this. Mm-hmm. Quick thought there yeah. would be like, can you take visits either before market or after market? I, I know during market you're selling, but if you could take 10 minutes to like, t- we call it take a lap around the field, just yeah. meet people mm-hmm. is a really, is a really big one to, as opposed to just being like, come in, set up pack up, leave. Cause you are there to make money. That's great. But yeah. also like go meet your neighbors is yes. a really great way to get involved. That's just one thought that comes to my mind pretty quick. That's really huge. And we also just started our, our vendor committee 
um, which is a small representative body right now. But there's always room to get involved there. And that's for mm-hmm. us to know. Mm-hmm. Again, it's having the the big picture in mind of the collaborative and the conglomerate of what is the climate here? Mm-hmm. What do we need to change? Um, always like sharing feedback too that you get from customers. That's something that we don't get. We don't yeah. have those direct interactions as much. Because again, we're thinking about the big picture. Y'all are the ones having the conversations with the lady that's visiting from England or these things. We have uh, these surveys we do every week. It's our like sales and stories report. The numbers part isn't fun, but it's helpful for us to be able to prove our economic our economic impact in the city and why we need to continue to exist as we're applying for grants. But we started the story component as well of like, we really need those stories that you all are experiencing to be able to tell the broader story of the market. So just keeping those like channels of feedback, we want to, we want to know. And I know most entrepreneurs are like, okay, I got to go like harvest my vegetables now. I don't have time to have story time (laughs) with you. You know, um, we've tried to create channels to make that easier for those feedback loops to be in play, certainly. And I think what Jessica was saying, um, if you're just there to like make the money, you probably will do that. But if you want something more like relationship is what's going to make it sustainable and mm-hmm. get you farther as well. Like if you want to go, what's the say? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you need to go together. So I need a shirt that says that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, especially when we were at our little local market, yeah. We saw the same families every week and it wasn't just, are you here to buy candles? It was, how are your kids doing? Like we went to their house for dinner mm-hmm. and I was like, we awesome. only know you from market. Like, but those relationships and that's what keeps people coming back over mm-hmm. and over again. Um, and I think tangibly again, like, like we've, we've done a lot of shows, a lot of markets, even just us when we're taking a lap and we'll shop for birthdays. Like if we have something to get, I want to get it from the market. I love mm-hmm. it that I can take my kids around. Like mm-hmm. we're going to pick out vegetables for dinner. And right. so we're trying to pour back in just financially to the market. But booths when, when people are sitting down, like sometimes you just have to, but if you can stand, like mm-hmm. people are stepping into your studio space, into your home in a sense, welcoming them. Um, I think especially in the heat of the summer or when it's just, it is so cold. So there was a TR market. Oh, it was one of the monthly pop-ups yep. in April. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. This year we just expanded to doing monthly pop-ups in the winter, which was awesome. was fun financially, but mm-hmm. for us, we were like, oh, we just care community. I mean, really, that was the mm-hmm. first thing I thought of was like, oh, I just go to Trailblazer Park. But mm-hmm. that day was so cold and we packed the kids up. We were only, the kids and I were only there for about 20 minutes. John had been there all day and uh, walking around to the, to the, to the farmers and makers smiling. I mean, like mm-hmm. that is so rare. And like, I only been here for, for 15 minutes. I'm freezing. And it's just, how so is your true. day going? It's going great. And I'm like, thank you. I mean, mm-hmm. just, I think when people choose not to complain and choose to really see the best mm-hmm. of it, if it's, yeah, it's hot, we're all hot, but we're here and we're in community. I think just really goes a long, long ways. And there have been markets where I walk up, not at TR, but at other ones. And mm-hmm. You know, I want to get produce, but you're just complaining to me. And that may seem like a super hmm. small thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like people don't connect. Like I don't really want to support or buy or even be here right now. Like I'm going to move on to the next booth. But that's just a small thing that people can do this Saturday. You're going to market. 
be be encouraging, or at the very least, just smile and welcome people people in. For that and, cold market in particular, the reason everyone was smiling is because they started out the day smiling because it was so cold. <laughs> it just froze. It's like this is yeah. forever. One of the feedbacks that I've gotten at events is I've actually had people walk by my booth. I greet them friendly, like this is the first minute that I've been at the market, and instead it's like the eighth hour. And I've I've greeted them and I said hello. And they they said because you said hi to me, I'm going to buy from you. Wow! Like like literally. Mm. So it's like it's and it's not like I had a magic sauce to it. I just said yeah. hello and I smiled. You know, so I that's it. Like, so it's just yeah, it's putting aside the thoughts in your head that says my feet hurt. Um, I didn't do as well as I could have. Maybe I don't. My product's not good enough. Maybe other people are doing better than me. It's putting all that aside. It's a fun day. Present yeah. in the moment and and, mm-hmm. and trying to make them the present moment as most meaningful as possible for the person that's walking by. And not underestimating, I think branding is huge. People will be able to find you afterwards to recognize oh, your product. Mm-hmm. Branding's big, but as as big as all of those components are, I feel like, at least for me, as a consumer and as a maker, the most important one is you. Like yeah. what is what is your outward expression? Are you mm-hmm. standing? Are you smiling? Mm-hmm. Are you or are you just trying to sell me something? Because I'm here for, for more than that. Absolutely. I yeah. feel like I've seen John and Market embody that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Of it's such a genuine, authentic interaction, too. It doesn't feel like he's being nice to me because he wants to sell me a candle. It's like, <laughs> John's happy to be here. Yeah. Like, you kind of realize, like, the gift that it is of, like, I'm not in a cubicle right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have to work nine to five. Like, I get to be outside. Yeah. And, like, it's a really good gig like yeah. it's really a pretty great setup and i think just keeping that mindset we have to remind ourselves that too like we've been up since 5 a.m and have moved 20 tents yeah so and i'm happy that. to be here <laughs> you know that vendors may show up at 7 7 30 you guys are showing up at 5 a.m and you're leaving at what time one ish, one ish, and the market's ending at twelve. So you're right. you're there before everybody else. You're there afterwards. You guys are working really, really hard and serving that community, mm. and yet you're always happy. <laughs> That's <laughs> a mystery after, to us too. Sometimes it is a mystery. It's like so I don't want to leave at the end of the market because you guys are over there laughing about stuff. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I just I want to go hang out with those people yeah. and have a good time. Like, you know, yeah, so. it's really, yeah. and I think like what you're saying too is there's something in taking a risk and I think there's a risk mm-hmm. with even the risk of giving like samples of your product of like okay. if I give will I come up short will there be scarcity but it's like like our we have a new meat vendor Lucan's they did sliders for Memorial yeah. Day they gave away like 150 wow. little sliders they were amazing by the way Very and I I could see like being like wow that was a lot of money but people came back because they took the risk to establish trust. Yeah. Did they say that their sales yeah. tripled that day? I think their sales did triple that tripled. day. But I think wow. the same applies personally. Mm. When yeah. you take a risk relationally to yeah. extend and move towards someone with, you know, they could be rejected or they could be like, I don't want your candles. You know, like, yeah. I'm not taking this personally, but you don't retract. You're mm-hmm. still extending. And I've seen you all do that really well. But I think it's really imperative for vendors to take that risk personally with your product across the board so sarah gave away some candles at a a show that we did one time and Mm -hmm. that lady still comes back to us to tell us how happy she was that her daughter was given uh some candles Mm. oh yeah i would say also something that you could offer beyond like samples of your product would be samples of your time or your talents so as the person at, at our market who does our programming like we do market cooks 
or market talks. And maybe you, maybe it's like your slow season. Maybe you don't have a ton of products to give away, but you have a ton of knowledge to share. Mm -hmm. So do like offer to do a market talks on candle making and why that's like what that Mm -hmm. taught you or aromatherapy, something like that, you know, um, or market cooks again, Lucan's is coming to, they're not even, that's not attached to their name, but they're giving up their time to our market to say, here's how you can cook meat healthy that you bought locally, you know, things like that. So they're going to be doing that in a few weeks. So if you don't have um, product to give away, you can still give your time and talents. Mm. So go to your market manager. Mm. That's something you could do this weekend and say, you know, like, what can I do to give back to our market community? Maybe your market doesn't practice that like our market does, but be the one who starts that. And (laughs) you're going to start having leadership opportunities really soon, I'm sure. And please come tell us what secret skills you have. I've like known a lot of people (laughs) for three years and they're still surprising me. Like this lady came, she's like, yeah, I do my own like canning and fermenting and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she sells like, she sells soap. I was like, this is news to me. We would love for you to come and do a market talk on how to do like your own canning. Mm -hmm. And so y'all are all entrepreneurs. Like I said, this is just like one facet of your lives that we know about. So please come yeah. and share the wealth of time and talents as well. Mm-hmm. Love to share that with the community. Do that like photography. If you have skills in that, do that. Like if you have passions of like hosting, have vendors over to create that community at your home um, to create that kind of like vendor build up time, um, take vendors out for coffee, kind of collaborate that way. So there's tons of ways to expand your presence at the market as you're giving out first, like take that first step in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like especially for the new small business owner, farmer, maker, whatever it is, to hear, oh, okay, now I have to actually invest in my community. I I feel like that's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Of, okay, I gotta make make my product and harvest all the things and then still be yeah. this person, especially for introverts. Okay. But I think just keeping in mind that yes, you're giving of yourself, but you are you are receiving so much. Mm-hmm. Um that's what you said earlier too planting seeds so that cedars can grow mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like what you're talking about goes even beyond the farmer's market it goes beyond the impact that mm-hmm. people can have positively when it just comes to the kinds of essential and um and mm-hmm. and craft like goods that get sold there so it really yeah. does it is like sowing and decide what you want to reap and sow into that in the moment and i think I'm really introverted too. <laughs> so I get it. Just yeah. Market day is like, takes yeah. all of my soul and energy and the best way, but it's sort of like, I know it's worth it. I yeah. see what I want to reap. So I'm going to sow these seeds and right now. more to be reaped than financial gain. Like mm-hmm. what? I think I, you just put the thesis on this conversation. <laughs> like I'm like, what drives What kind of energy are you looking for? Ones that want to reap more than financial gain. I mean, mm. yes, we need mm. money for mortgage and kids' swim lessons, but what drives us in the morning, and especially on Saturday mornings, we don't get the family pancake breakfast and cartoons like, it's okay, we got to work, let's go, we're going to market. But what drives us isn't, oh, we're going to make money today. It's like, I can mm. touch people. And as an introvert, yeah, it's, it's huge. And I think that it can be argued that this is a really, really hard time to start a small business, to grow a small business with just the current economic culture and what's going on and supply shortages. And like, it's a mm. little crazy. And, but I think we're really passionate. Like there's never a better time. The community yeah, so that good. is, mm-hmm. was there of creatives and is just continuing to explode is so strong. Yeah. And so other people listening are new, like welcome to the, <laughs> to the party. And if you've been here for years, there are 
they're leaving a legacy for us to follow. And that's just really, really exciting. So, Brandon, Jessica, anything before we head off today that you wanted to share? Thanks for being a part of our community. Thanks Absolutely. for what you're doing to take time right now and do this. And we're really excited to continue growing with vendors like you guys. You make it, you make it all worth it on Saturday, oh which is sappy through the roof, the but feels. also true. <laughs> yeah, like like I said earlier, I mean, it is a blessing for our business, especially in the summer, but it's I just I just can't imagine summers mm-hmm. without the bike parade and the plant sale and yeah um, the sense. community of people with tomato sandwiches. <laughs> so thank you, thank you so much. Um people can look for you on Instagram. Tra- yeah, yep. travelersrestfarmersmarket.com has our events and all of our programming, our yeah. vendor list, such as you find folks at Modern Forestry. And applications. And applications if you want to join the family, particularly if you're a farmer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are searching. Um, and then also TR Farmers Market on Instagram and Travelers Just Farmers Market on Facebook is where you can catch up with us. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much. For those listening, if you haven't already, please leave a review. It helps so much in helping get the word out and encourage yeah. other small businesses. We're off, off to make candles. <laughs> We are grateful for the hustle. <laughs> that was weird. So, <laughs> so uh, that was weird. Head over to our website, grab some candles, and take 20% off your first modern forestry order with promo code PODCAST20. I was getting migraines from traditional paraffin candles, so we started making soy candles on our kitchen stove with whole ingredients. Our hobby turned small business led us both to quit our jobs, and today we are full-time candle makers, living the small business dream like we've never imagined. Follow the Modern Forestry Story, our growing family, and see studio behind the scenes over on Instagram. Our handle is Modern Forestry. Thanks so much for listening. We're grateful for the hustle.